0: Hello and welcome to Season 2 of 18-Year's Guide to True Crime. Brandon Lee was a Chinese-American actor and martial artist. He was also the son of famous Bruce Lee, who was both an actor and martial artist as well. The family consisted of Brandon's parents, Bruce Lee and Linda Lee Cadwell, and his younger sister, Shannon. Brandon, being the oldest child, was born February 1st, 1965, making him a Himeo Aquarius. The main traits of a Aquarius man are rebellious, unique, spontaneous, and charismatic. Men who fall under this astrological sign typically think outside the box, and are known to do things that do not fit societal standards. Even though Brandon lived a childhood in the limelight, it was good up until his father Bruce Lee died of Subaru edema caused by hypersensitivity to eucalyptus, which, to put it simply, is a swelling of the brain. Brandon decided to follow in his father's footsteps and take up martial arts, becoming an expert himself. He also studied acting at Emerson College and Philly Strasbourg Theatre and Film Institute. Brandon's first leading role was in the Hong Kong action film Legacy of Rage, which came out in 1986. If you haven't seen Legacy of Rage and would like to watch it, I advise you to stop listening to this episode and return once you have seen the film otherwise you will get it spoiled, you have been warned. Now we are going to go forward in time to the February of 1993 when Brandon Lee would begin to shoot his film for Crow, which I have seen and I found it pretty good. The Crow is based on a comic which was written by its creator James O'Barr, who while drawing combat manuals and commons decided to write for Crow to aid his grief over the person of his fiancée, he was killed by a drunk driver. The crow is about Eric Draven, a young guitarist who alongside his girlfriend was murdered on Devil's Night. A year later, Eric would return from the dead, his life tied to The Crow, and wants to spend his undead life getting revenge on the people that killed both him and his girlfriend. Personally, I think The Crow is a good film, and if you like stories of revenge and violence, you will like this one. Anyway, Devil's Night refers to the night before Halloween, which is basically a night where vandalism and arson of abandoned places are rife. This night originally started home with simple pranks being committed, such as toilet paper in people's homes and ding dong ditch. So as I said, filming began in February of 1993 and Brandon would be playing the lead role. The cast and crew were well into filming in March that this case takes place. Brandon only had a few days left of film and when he returned to the set for a night shoot for a scene that takes place in the early part of the film where Brandon's character, Eric, is shot. The scene goes like this. Eric walks into the apartment he shares with his girlfriend when three men force their way in. One of them, named Funboy, who is played by Michael Massey, shoots Eric, killing him. To make the shot look realistic, Brandon had exploded, fake blood pallet stuck to his body which would explode when he is shot. As per the script requested, Michael pulled the trigger of the prop gun, but something went terribly wrong. The revolver was loaded with blanks, but the gunpowder that was in the gun's blank cartridge lit a flame resulting in the bullet fragment to be fired in his chest. The actor was then rushed to hospital, but would later die in surgery. Even though Michael Massey was the man to technically pull the trigger, he did not face charges. But who was the person that was meant to look after the props and make sure nothing like this happened? Well, that role was assigned to Daniel Cutner. I couldn't find anything about him other than what happened in this case. Due to his negligence and his oversight regarding the prop gun, Daniel wouldn't work on anything else after the quote, essentially ending his career before it even began. As far as I know of, neither of the two men I have just mentioned faced charges, but Linda, Brandon's mother, decided to sue for filmmakers and won. But who was at fault? This is for part of a case that does not have a distinguishable answer, and upon researching for differing opinions, I came across a response on Cora that I found interesting. The author is someone under the name Maggie McPhee, and the post is as follows, quote... This isn't a cut and dried situation, I don't believe. In my opinion, Carrico Studios is responsible for Brandon Lee's death, not Michael Massey for Man Who Pulled the Trigger, and not for Weapons Master. The production had a Weapons Master named James Moyer, but he was not on the regular staff and worked at the studio's discretion. For that day's shoot, the studio told Moyer he wasn't needed, so the set crew did the dummy bullet and blanks loading slash unloading for those gun scenes. Unfortunately, a fragment of a dummy bullet casing from the prior firing was lodged in the gun, and for blanks, which are dangerous on their own as they're essentially a round with no projectile, except wadding, became a live round. Michael Massey pulled the trigger, but despite what urban myths say, there wasn't a round mix-up putting a live around in the chamber, but a equipment problem that an experienced weapons master most likely would have found before the scene. And it could have been anyone, as according to Massey, I wasn't even supposed to be handing the gun until we started shooting the scene and the director changed it. Extra 2007. Massey died in 2016 and was quoted as saying he never got over the incident. End quote. Brandon Lee was buried 3rd of April 1993 in the Lakeview Cemetery in Seattle, Washington, the same graveyard that his father, Bruce Lee, now lies. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the second season of A Guide to True Crime. Do not take this episode as fact. For all the information I have included, I got off the internet. I hope you enjoyed my take on The Case of the Crow, and I will catch up with you in the next episode.